Yeah. <laughs> is it for real? We used to love it. Then we watched it. Now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it for real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And today we are talking about the 1985 classic Commando. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle. <laughs> Amazing movie. I'm tipping my hand early. I don't, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I think guess what my rating's going to hurt. I'm going to keep you on the edge of your tank this yeah. entire time about my I, feelings about this movie. I know. I guess I will too. Yeah, but uh, it's this is a just classic 80s action flick. And for that reason, we got a classic... 80s action announcer to do our intro mm-hmm. um Aaron H uh the dulcet tones oh. from the Maryland Curiosity Bureau you may be familiar if you're not check it out yeah anything you want to add I like to say the Maryland Curiosity Bureau that's how I, <laughs> that's how I hear it in my head when when I listen to the podcast which is so delightful and yeah. As someone who has left Maryland, I enjoy the stories. Um, just it's just wonderful storytelling. Anyway, uh, yeah. let's hear what let's hear what Aaron had to say about this film. I have got such fond memories of the movie Commando because it came out when I was like 12 or 13 years old. And somehow I had scored a VHS tape of this movie. And so it was one of the f- first movies I could watch over and over and over again. And I did because I thought this movie was just the perfect cinematic achievement. The kill count was unprecedented. The one-liners were legendary. Alyssa Milano was the daughter who needed rescuing, and I had such a crush on her. I probably had a crush on Arnold Schwarzenegger, too, and um, this movie definitely had its share of, like, weirdly homoerotic tough guy stuff going on. If you want to understand where so many action movie tropes come from, if you want to see massive violence at its pre-CGI apex, if you still have the soul of a 12 or 13-year-old somewhere inside you, you must see Commando. (laughs) That's amazing. It sounds like the actual, like, you know, trailer for this movie. It really does. It really does. It's incredible. I know. I was like, God, that makes me want to go to Blockbuster Video and smell a plastic... Uh, cover. Yeah. You don't like that smell. Totally. Yeah. It was really like squishy plastic as oh. well. You know? Oh, squishy yeah. Plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll jump into our levels. Yeah. Uh, mine is going to be Arnold. Um, this was the first R-rated mm. movie I ever watched. It was at like a sleepover and I don't know. I guess this was 85. So it was out on, I must've been like six or seven, I guess somewhere around there. And it blew our minds. Uh, I think (laughs) we spent the rest of the night crawling around in bushes, um, making sticks into fake guns. Um, It was amazing. You watched this movie as a (laughs) six-year-old? Yeah. Something like that. Somewhere between like, not six, like seven to 10, somewhere in there. (laughs) Okay. But Okay. The difference between six and 10. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I still think back, I I showed like the most violent parts of Kill Bill to like a five-year-old down in Belize. Just, um, I don't know. (laughs) 
Um, oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, saw it at an early age, whatever it was, but uh, loved it and have seen it several times since. But I think the first time was the only time I've seen it not edited. Um, yeah. Mm, I think my level will be no underwear question mark. Um, I had a conversation with my couch mate about what the word commando meant mm. um, and whether mm-hmm. it was just about being naked or truly not wearing underwear. And I think we decided it was about not wearing underwear True. and that, and that's what we chose to do tonight. I mean, spoiler to our outfits, but all of us chose to go commando in <laughs> honor of the film. Um, I have never thought about <laughs> this movie. I've never seen it. I've never smelled it. In fact, I assumed that this movie was Rambo. I just assumed like there would be like a, a like a bandana around Arnold Schwarzenegger's mm. head. Um, I was going to hate it. And I, you know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that it will, you know, I don't enjoy gun violence. I don't enjoy watching gun violence and talking about gun violence. Um, but yeah, so this was definitely the first time. And when I pulled it up and I saw it was like 89 minutes, I was like, praise be. Um, <laughs> And that was like totally the, my favorite part of looking at the beginning of this movie. Short ass movie. Yeah. Short ass movie. Um, I'll give myself a parody pair, a parody pair pair rating. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have never seen this before. Uh, I got the director's cut. Hoo-hoo. Um, okay. Did yeah. you? I, I thought yes. about it. I was like, I didn't have much of a choice in the matter, but when I I bought it off of Xfinity and it was like, congrats, you just got the director's cut. So it's a it's like a minute and thirty seconds longer, and um, there might be like one thing that's different, but I don't know. Was there a sex uh, scene in it? Uh, yes. Okay, then yeah, that's. I don't know. Well, you know, Alyssa Milano gets a knife held to her throat. Is is that happening no. in your version? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. It does. Okay. Yeah. I was, re- I was trying to figure out there's all these different cuts and different versions and like, Oh my God, well, how many boobs did you see? Wild. I know I should have counted. Um, but <laughs> I, two? Two. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd never seen it, but, but I will say the parody, like I, I loved, uh, hot shots, hot shots part two. I loved loaded, um, naked gun and loaded weapon and all of these parodies that like this thing just set the tone for. And I watched those parodies. I probably watched those when I was like six or 10. And so those to me just defined, I just like never even knew what they were parodying really. So it was just interesting to watch it and to not. And it's just like, it just reads to me as a parody, which is totally, um, and parody pair, because I also, as a kid was like aware of this Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger rivalry, but never quite understood why. And in reading up at the trivia of the, this movie, because I think it's like Rambo was popular at the same time. And they First always Blood kinda... part two came out the same year as this. Uh, Rambo did really well, like 150 million gross. And then this made like 32 million. So, right. So it just set them as this like rival. Yeah, these rivals, which as a kid, I just remember, like, I was always like an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan ver- versus yeah. Sly Stallone. And it's funny that we had to choose sides. You um, do. Yeah. But yeah, so that's. that's I would have only chose Arnold Schwarzenegger because of kindergarten. Cop. Well, me too. I mean, I'm interested to. Yeah, it, it was an interesting to juxtapose his acting in this. And correct me if I'm wrong. This came out a year after Terminator, right? I believe so. Yes. Terminator's 84. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to think of like. This might have been the youngest I've seen him because I've never seen T1. I only saw T2. 
but yeah. It also does make kindergarten cop make a lot more sense it, and, and to understand why you would take Arnold Schwarzenegger and put him in that movie. Cause I never quite got it. Mm. But now that I see him just being like, so dry and yeah, cheesy, I'm like, right. You are a day old pizza and it's delightful. Well, I mean, we can talk about like the, I was, me and Annie, I see you were talking about like, you know, he went from, what was it? Pumping iron, right? He went from like just Austrian bodybuilder on steroids when it was legal, like a documentary about him to Conan the Barbarian, like these roles where he almost didn't have any lines to like this kind of stuff to then like kindergarten cop, last action hero to then governor of California. It was just kind of this wild trajectory. Um, and yeah, impressive for sure. Hercules in New York was the true one where they, they dubbed all of his lines. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Well, he kind of like learns English along the way, right? I I would be interested to like find out how many actual words he says in this movie because it's not very many. Although his sentences you, are very short. Were you reading the trivia that he <laughs> what one thing that he liked about I think they wanted to for him to say nothing. Like they right, wanted sure. him to just yeah. be reaction, you know. He's not um, a caveman though, so that's why he a, went for it. Not he, a caveman, not he, a robot. He was like a normal person. Yeah. Albeit carrying logs out of the, oh the woods and, uh, but anyways um we'll leave that for when we jump into the movie so um which is now yeah so we see i guess what which we find out to be his his team slowly right. get assassinated mm-hmm. which uh the first one is by the dump the dumpster crew the, the trash man yeah yeah which they just light them up with aggressively bullets. aggressively. With I'm bullets. glad I read like the first paragraph of the Wikipedia page about this. Cause normally I don't, but I was like, I know I'm going to be lost and confused if I, I don't like get a little bit of background. So it was like John matrix's uh, yeah. team gets murdered and then he has to deal with it. I'm like, great. That's all I needed. Now I understand like I mean, why this man is you've read murdered, the taking out his now. garbage can. Like some of us, I'm just learning that that happened. <laughs> um, I knew that there were three, three, I have like trash can death, uh, car death, boat blows up, but I'm literally just learning now that it was his team. So helpful. Right. And that like he was yeah in charge of them in the military. <laughs> so I knew there was like his team needed to him and I got the gist. Yeah. I was thinking that gist. this movie you could definitely watch on mute. Like there would be. Oh, I watched a big part of it on mute. <laughs> you just would There isn't that much dialogue. Question yeah. for you muters. Um, mm-hmm. So the boat blew up. Um, mm-hmm. So it was sad that that guy died. Yeah. Like that guy that was like a extra he was like part of it he like committed suicide no he was the main guy he was a faking his death uh it was, it was a test and you guys failed that was mm. bennett um bennett was oh. right that's why i got so confused how did he get off the boat he jumped they didn't really show it but yeah oh, <laughs> Allegedly, bennett he, is vernon wells yeah, yeah. From oh my god getting a smoking jacket he is getting a smoking <laughs> jacket uh, i only know this clap. because of my couch mate yeah. I have no idea. Uh, inner space. Oh, okay. Oh, and okay. weird science. 
Oh, I think yes. he played the we've same talked, character in both. We've talked about this before. <laughs> and then he was in uh, Mad Max as well. Right. I read that but we he... didn't watch that. No, we haven't. <laughs> okay, um, I was like, wait, what? No, no, sorry. Yeah. I read that he describes his par- character as Freddie Mercury on steroids, uh, which is very true. And that there was somebody else cast in the role who, what, quit last minute or got sick. And so fired, all of... Fired in the first day. Yeah. And so all of his clothes are ill-fitting and tight because they didn't have time to change costumes. I have so many feelings about his outfit. That is so many. wild. <laughs> he is the, he is a village man, village person. He, he is does look a lot a like Freddie. A nightclub. He is wearing chain mail. It's perfect. He kind of reminds me of like a John Waters character or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah he's like, this? Maureen, you take out the garbage. Like he should be like, yeah. yeah. Don't forget your knife. Yeah. I, yeah, and yeah he is Australian, job. by the way. He is Australian. I accidentally uh, added some Australian <laughs> to my <laughs> Balmer accent there. I don't they're know not, no, they're, they're not, not too far off. Exclusive. Yeah. Did um so you know Aaron uh H mentioned this in the beginning, this like a homoeroticism in the villains. Like it is that supposed to be like did it was he just weirdly playing it like that, or was that character supposed to be gay, or do we know? I hope he's I, gay. Sure. I'm just so curious. It's 1985. I, there were, so there was things I really appreciated about this movie, even though it was, you know, again, in a gun, what do we call it? Like a gun vi, gun vi movie, gun vi movie. But uh, yeah, like I did appreciate these like men who are playing these like different levels of like masculinity and femininity. I don't know. There was something about it. Maybe like you said, it's just the eighties of it all. Like if you think about like Twisted Sister and like Freddie Mercury yeah. and just, I don't know. Yeah. There was a lot, there was a lot more sort of like that or um, Tommy Lee, you know, those, those guys. Yeah. Before I watched the movie, I like went back and uh, listened to like the Siskel and Ebert like review of it. Mm. And Siskel was a thumbs down. Ebert was a thumbs up, but uh, Siskel has like, he got sort of a bad taste in his mouth from the sort of, I don't know, weird, homoeroticism i don't i don't know and i was worried about it i was like oh gosh you know i, I sort of remember a strange vibe but i was oh. i was worried that it was going to go in a really bad direction and no i, I enjoyed it doesn't it. it just swirls i don't know if it goes just, in any direction it's just really yeah. bold characters i would say yeah and yes. i loved it um it's almost that guy is almost like from dune like that yeah one. It's like the costuming. He's like in a different movie. It's and like well, if, he, if he puts his arms up in there, his shirt goes up and he's like, oh my, my, tum- my tummy. Like oh my it's God. just too tight and too <laughs> yeah. small. It's, Arnold- we'll get into it. But just the, the incredible mismatch between those so two. Weird. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I mean, there's no, there's no wonder he filled in last minute because Arnold Schwarzenegger probably spent, I mean, he's always super fit, but I was reading, he's like, you know, running five, three miles a day and benching whatever. And this guy was probably like, do it tomorrow. Like, he was like with doughy. the body you have. Yeah. It's just wild. But I also believe that he played a gay character in Mad Max. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I mean, that I makes sense. That that's what role. puts him on his like sort of rampage of why he's going after Mad Max, um, the road warrior. Let's see. It's, right. it's not the first one, but the second one. Um, because he's yeah, gay? So, yeah. I think his sort of lover gets killed by Mad or like a, um, I forget exactly how he gets killed, but that sort of mm. enrages him. And then he just thoroughly wants to kill Mel Gibson. I mean, he, that seems like the same character. He brought yeah, that energy yeah. into this film. Interesting. Um, 
But yeah, we get introduced to uh, John Matrix with a muscles and logs montage. Jack montage. <laughs> this is the this... first time I wrote awful music and it Ooh, just continued. Oh my God. There's no the break. loudest jazz. And then <laughs> I'll get into it later, but that whole music sequence in the like longest fight ever in a wherever they were and like a a fancy British garden. Yeah. It might as well have been like the major league, like rainbows and the, whatever it was that oh tune, God. that Randy Newman tune is like, <laughs> this was, but that the music during the big fight was just like the really bad drumming that. Oh music, yeah. It was so repetitive. And it was like, it was like two moments of music. They just repeated yeah. for 45 minutes. The score it was, was like intense. literally making me have like, like I had to mute the TV and walk away. I know what you mean. James Horner is who you need to be writing your complaints to, who is also known for Titanic, Avatar, The Mask of Zorro. James Cameron. Well, he maybe got better because it was just like, dude. There are moments where I loved it. And like, I think there was some very like, yeah, we all jam out like xylophone stuff going on and then there was some crazy uh saxophone riffs that i the really sax, enjoyed it, it was just some of it was like so mismatched to the tone i mean i have notes on it it's like why is there jazz in this war <laughs> i think it was really it was interesting war is jazz man i will say i i did love the sitcom that arnold schwarzenegger and Alyssa milano starred oh in God. in this credit like the <laughs> opening credits just read exactly like um you know the the uh, little house on a prairie or something. And um, it's doing a lot of heavy lifting with yeah. the character development. Cause oh, otherwise yeah. you don't get They're to know these people deer. at all. They feed a deer. They're fishing in a literal hole. <laughs> that is a fishing hole. <laughs> it's like, there's no other water. It's just a boulders and then a fishing hole. He also hole. like one of the, when we see her, he like picks her up. Oh my God. And shakes her. <laughs> Because he's like, I have child in hand. And it's like, he doesn't know what to do. Like, it, it just seems like, and he shakes her. But I From think behind. He, to. he just like, yeah. it was just him reacting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, they feed a deer. They, you know, they eat ice cream together. Yep. It's so silly. It's just silly. They're having a yeah. great silly time. <laughs> and Dad and daughter times. And I guess this is Mount Baldy just outside of LA. Like it's in the Los Angeles, like mountain range. Cause at first I'm like, where are they? It's so it looks remote. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's in, cause I was like, I think the Sierras, but it's like just, just outside of LA, I guess. And I love yeah. that. I love that he says at one point, like, I'm just trying to live a normal life. I'm like, are you? Because <laughs> you need a helicopter to get to you. Like, where is Alyssa Milano going to school? Homeschool. <laughs> Homeschool only. And in fact, fun fact, you probably read it, uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger was very protective of Alyssa Milano yeah. and helped her with her algebra homework yeah. on set. So cute. So Max. cute. I do maths. <laughs> um, it, just because it was so lame, we had the the why don't you call her girl george <laughs> no oh it i just, know uh, about just... boy george yeah i didn't miss that but i read it i mean it was so oh, no i wrote dad it jokey i don't know but it was yeah is this it's dad jokey from 1985 where you're yeah. just like why is her name his name Boy George, he should be girl George. <laughs> well, <laughs> I could also see Arnold like 
demanding that that line gets <laughs> yeah. in. He yeah. wrote that joke. Well, speaking of which, I mean, and Aaron also alluded to this, like this is such a genre defining film. Like I feel like 20% of all improv scenes I've ever done or wanted to be in is just a d- parody of Commando and all of the action movies that have come after it. Yeah. Like we got to get you back on the force. Like they, this movie is basically taken like with Liam Neeson yeah. and everything that comes after and before that. But like, my question was like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, he says, I'll be back in this. Yeah. And, you know, he said it in Terminator before, and then we get an hasta luego, not an hasta la vista, I think. And there's a lot of like callbacks and it seems like that happened throughout his career. But like, did this movie define that like horrible one-liner, like the dad joke action hero one-liner of like need to cool off, you know, that kind of like the pun? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like it was done before, but we've said that before about things. I don't know. It's hard to know. We'll have to do whole, some like, research on off, what the first one was. Like yeah. let off some steam, you know. This whole thing was just him saying one line at a time. There... It's like action, action, action. And now line and like <laughs> But it's interesting it. to think if that came from Arnold Schwarzenegger, who had this like stilted line delivery when he first started, you know, because like that's such a stilted way to to write. But like you think about Bruce Willis and Die Hard, it's like, you know, oh, my gosh, it's such a thing. But I'm like there in the genre. And it maybe I'm 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 sure there's earlier instances, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, we get so the helicopter, the general shows up. Um, to warn him that your men are being killed and they're probably coming after you. I'm going to leave you two guards and then I'm going to fly off. Jackson um, and Harris. Yeah. <laughs> God rest to be them. forgotten. That's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> and instantly, like literally oh. there's still dust in the air from the helicopter um, and bad Amazing. guys show up. And this is more smooth jazz also shows up. Yeah. Smooth That's how jazz he, as your home is being shot up. He says he smelled them, but he really just heard the smooth, yeah. dulcet sounds of violence coming in. You know what you do then when your brakes are cut? You just you just push your car down a hill uh-huh. uh, and then you jump in and you just you hold on, right? You hold on and you see what happens. <laughs> And, you know, if you're going to stop, you don't care. I mean, I get I get the power behind like wanting to save your daughter. Yeah. Pretty, pretty funny choice there to just almost kill yourself. It lasts a lot longer than it would have, but it ends exactly how it would (laughs) have. Yes. That it just he bounces around a bunch and then just crashes. Yeah. I mean, well, and I was so I mean, I know the premise of this movie is, again, like taken. But like, I was like, is he sure she's? gone like how does he know which way to go like you know what i mean well he he did look there was one camera shot where he you see from his perspective that he sees the cars okay okay so he's like a little caravan cars yeah he's trying to one road to his place that's true through the woods he showed him the i love dad sign which i was wondering why he was staring at that for so long on the refrigerator like just sighing and looking at it like I <laughs> love that. Uh, I love that. Oh She's such I a love. good artist. <laughs> She's so um, good to me, my daughter. And then, of course, you know that one guy's trying to like tell him to relax or whatever. He just instantly shoots him, and that sort of gives you an idea of yeah. how yeah, this movie's fun. gonna go. Yeah. My warning to Katie was like, yeah, anytime you see a gun, 
someone is going to get shot. There's yeah, no, that's very true. Except, no for, yeah. except for when you greet your old boss by putting a fucking gun to their neck. <laughs> like, can now, you can I, imagine? Can I say the fun fact that I read about that? Oh, yeah. Which is that there are 109 deaths in the film, mm-hmm. 102 caused by Arnold alone, um, 54 stunt performers, 17 more than the total cast. I did yeah. read that. That <laughs> Those is... are some of my fun facts that I was excited about. But Arnold yeah. did his own stunts, right? Which... And like went to the hospital three times and ended up with like stitches and maybe a broken bone. Just a lot of bruising, I think. Because I guess yeah. I was reading that they were having a hard time finding a stuntman that had his physique that would be convincing as him because he's his so bulky. arms are so big. They're so big. I can't, think, I couldn't get over it. I was like, it's too much. It's do you think like, if you were that big, you would carry a child on the side of your body? <laughs> yeah, like Gaston. <laughs> yeah. She's it's literally so, Gaston. It's so crazy. Like the way it's like so off balance. It's like the well, Flintstones car. But you, you just get the can. Rack of ribs. Also, yeah. I guess. She's so tall. She's only like five inches shorter than her. So she's having to like, crunch up her legs so she's not dragging on the ground um rewatch the movie just to enjoy oh that that's interesting i didn't i didn't yeah that. but i guess yeah you're right she's not she's like, like i think she's 11 in this movie yeah. um but a fairly tall kid and she had um, just finished the first season of who's the boss correct, correct. yeah my uh, next line is i just want to say what i wrote which is bennett in a gorgeous leather daddy outfit Yes. Um, I mean, my la- I- my next line is Bennett is my favorite character of any film I've ever seen. <laughs> so go ahead. Totally. And then I was like, oh, and Dan Hayden. Yep. Who is Cher's dad from Clueless. Yeah. And I just wrote butt chin because oh, God, man. does he have a butt chin? He really does. He has the, I think he has more of a butt chin than any butt chin I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure he's he's not from Valverde. Um, I think he's not natively <laughs> Valverdean. Um, yeah. This was such, this is one of my most fun facts of any movie I've ever read. And I'm, I was so naive to this, but I guess, because I was like, is he supposed to be Cuban? Like, what Wait, is this? Wait, what is Valverdean? No, oh. um, and Phil, please jump in. But Val, Val, Valverde, so like V-A-L space, Verde. Um, is a country green valley um yeah kind mm-hmm. of i mean val like isn't quite but valle but yeah and so this was like a stand-in country for basically cuba and nicaragua yep. or like communist communist latin america okay. in the 80s and it's also in die hard and i can't remember the other film well die hard 2 die hard 2 and um Something they else? say predator but um yeah. I'm not sure if that's actually been confirmed. Okay. So it was like this agreed upon thing in Hollywood, at least with two, maybe three wow. movies. And it was a stand in because of like, you know, geopolitics. They didn't want to essentially call out Cuba or Nicaragua, but they needed a stand in. And then Andy and I were talking about it this morning where maybe they picked Valverde because I'm like, hell isn't a word, but maybe they actually didn't even want to make it like. Um, Spanish speaking necessarily either. It was like even more ambiguous. Um, but, but President Va- Valesquez, like I yeah. also was like, listened to them say Valverde about so many times. And I had to rewind. Like, I was just like, what are they saying? And I was like, Am I it's wild. It? Yeah. Okay. But now that I understand it's made yeah. up, it's interesting. That makes sense. And it's similar to like 
Cordo Maltese, which is like the made up mm. country from like Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. And I think uh, DC Comics uses it a ton. Or uh, like yeah. Sokovia. What is it? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, exactly. Right? It's like obviously <laughs> Russia. <laughs> so, yeah. So then we meet. I just wrote, who are these guys? It's like red shirt guy and 80 suit guy. They're just, they're oh like polar opposites. Opposites. Oh my God. Opposites. It's like twins. <laughs> Twins, an alternate name for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just like, one is really opposites. tall, one is really short, one is wearing a hat, one is not. Like, you how- mean Sully and Enrique? <laughs> Sully and Enrique. How do you get a job like this where you're like, uh, are, you my, are you my new coworker? Like, okay. <laughs> like, where, what, what, how? How do you get a job like this? I don't know. I don't know. When They're your job is amazing- to watch somebody get on a plane and you're terrible at it. <laughs> Because you get really bad at it. He gives up. Arnold is the best at what he does. Um, Do you guys ever read about people? It's often sad, or I don't know, but like people who get onto runways and and get in the wheel well of a plane. Yeah. And like try to fly that way. And you're like, how is that even possible? Like, how do you not get crushed? Sometimes they do, but sometimes people don't like get crushed in the equipment. Cause there's just this tiny little bit of room in there. I don't know if this was accurate at all. Is this but... like a stowaway? Like I have yeah, to get out of this trying, country yeah, situation. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that is hard. A lot of times they'll freeze. Death. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I would worry about. Yeah. Um, man. Well, so Arnold's the best at what he does, but sure. like this guy <laughs> watching him, like the funny thing is, is like, if he had watched him the whole time, he would have seen everything he did. <laughs> like, it wasn't like Arnold was out of his sight. It's just this guy happened to turn around and he was like on a payphone well, right before it took off. Are you off. talking about Sully or on? Uh, oh, no, sorry. Enrique. I'm talking about the guy that was watching the plane take off. Sully. Sully. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Enrique yeah. didn't stand a chance because he <laughs> <laughs> just like what, like leaned over and he got killed yeah, i like to think he would have wanted to take a nap anyways yeah. and he probably would have been able to just jump off <laughs> like the this, plane like, weekend at bernie's moment oh my gosh where, like he gets propped up uh, under i loved his outfit though it just was I that know. hat that suit yeah and i love please please don't wake my friend he is tired or whatever he's <laughs> dead tired he was dead oh right uh, the joke. how do you think that you're gonna just Sit next to I wrote this guy that down for 11 hours. He didn't, and he it knew he was gonna fun. escape through the wheel well. Oh, you mean everybody else? Yeah, or um, Enrique, like, how would he think that this was gonna go any other way? Like, he was just gonna sit next to well, like the world's best killer for 11 hours, oh. and like, he and he's not handcuffed. He, this guy, you well, know, because he assumes like he's on a plane, so like, what's he gonna do? Like, he can't get out he can't go anywhere he's trapped with me he i could- think they they assumed because they had his daughter that he was going to be completely compliant is right sort of the premise so. of the movie well, they've not i will seen say taken. my couchmate and i talked about this and i enjoyed it too that like i enjoyed the the time stake stakes of this movie that mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. saw him set the watch and it's like hey there's like actual like he has the length of this flight 
to figure stuff out. Yeah. And I, I really like that. I like that as like a motivating force. It wasn't just like my daughter's missing and I have all day and night to find her, you know, it's like, I like that in retrospect. Um, I feel like it's, it was like, as they pulled up on that, like, uh, ocean, like plane at the end where I was like, Oh, they have to do it before the plane lands. <laughs> I yeah. like just was, I just didn't get that, but you know, of course, like there's right. no communication on before the plane the either. Right. Their day plane lands. Yeah. yeah Although, I mean, yeah. For like 30 years, I believed, or I was just confused about it, that I assumed that they were going to the same place. So they were just, oh. there was the 10 hour flight and then uh, he yeah. got off and then just got this quicker seaplane. Right. Seaplane um, thing. To you. then get there in like two hours. Oh, that's funny. And yeah. it just, I never realized it till this watching that no, they go to a completely different island where they're oh, doing yeah. like prep for this invasion. Right. Um, eight hours away from this country. <laughs> yeah. Because where, <laughs> I mean, sense, like but, 10 yeah. hours. Like, I was like, where could that be? Like, but from California, if you're flying somewhere in South America, I guess so. I guess. But it's a direct flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, if you're flying to the, to the east coast of south america from california maybe like east like way way eastern southeast. brazil <laughs> yeah like southeast i think any southeast. of our like stewardesses or mm-hmm. uh flight nobody or, says that word anymore i know <laughs> halfway through the word i was like anybody shit anybody that's um, ever ridden flight plane. attendants if right? you've ever yeah. been on a plane if you've ever been on a plane any, or any you've ever watched workers i guess when did um, you stop being allowed to smoke on an airplane and I, mm. I know we've talked about this in like airplane corner but i did love the like please extinguish your cigarettes ugh, ugh, i'm just thinking like how funny is it that you could smoke on the runway but like not when the plane is i flying. remember a smoking and non-smoking section of on a, a plane? plane and i well on i planes? remember yeah well what? i remember the um you're ash- a vampire katie <laughs> i remember the ashtray <laughs> Was that in 1879? Yeah, I was going over to meet (laughs) me and Amelia. Yeah, (laughs) totally. No, like there used to be. Well, maybe it was just old. Like there There was ashtrays. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like the no smoking sign. But I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Say that about like the, the bathroom. But I guess. That's just for people that like can't make their 10 hour flight to Valverde. They're just jonesing in the bathroom. Maybe you're right. So anyways, we, John Matrix, uh, murders his seatmate, not recommended, um, gets in the little plane elevator, goes down to the cargo hold and jumps out of the plane into a swamp, which probably would have killed him. Totally. Um, But he lands perfectly in tiny, waist height water. (laughs) I could not believe that was his plan. (laughs) Like, I was like, I would have thought that he would have done better, like stop, drop and roll, like on the concrete than like fall like a water world hot air balloons like length from the sky to like solid ground too it was like why didn't he try to hit more of the actual water and not the land anyway i was surprised by that well or he sh- should have just hit water um mm-hmm. you know <laughs> uh. oh man and so yeah then we see sully just being the <laughs> creepiest creep to ever creep at the airport on oh my god oh my god ray dawn um a woman i've never seen in my life and i, I was like sad so that i hadn't seen ray dawn chong but like what 
a beautiful woman. Yeah. I love her. I love her. Do you know yes. that she is Tommy Chong's daughter of Cheech I and Chong? I did know that. I did now, not. I Googled it. Yeah. I have seen her in things. She is gorgeous. Yeah. Which uh, my seatmate was like, she it really doesn't go for 80s hair. Fatales, hair. Basically, <laughs> she was like, uh, 80s hair really doesn't do it oh, for me. But the, like, like, kind of bigger. Radon Chong kind of. is really, yeah. yeah she's she's great. Yeah, she's she, so she's great. Um, and so she's like very uh creeped out. Of course, he follows her into a parking garage. Like yeah. that's like my biggest one of my biggest fears actually in life in general. Um, and of course she says, Leave me alone. And he calls her a whore. Classic. <laughs> Classic it, tiny man syndrome. I was re- very mad. <laughs> like, it reminded me of that uh SNL skit where they it's like the uh feminist dudes are hitting on a woman in a bar and she's like no thank you and they're like basically saying yeah. this exact same thing right. and yeah totally um but you know what else is less scary a giant austrian <laughs> ripping your car seat out telling you to be quiet and then jumping in the bottom of your car body like, speaking of Flintstones, he almost could have like driven the car with his feet through the hole in the floor that he now, created. Now, why did he do that? That's my question. Because he's too big. Guys. He's that's what I thought. I thought too. I thought he was when he um you mean why did he rip that seat out? Sure. I thought it was so that he could fit without being seen. Yeah, so like lay essentially, down. yeah, that's what I thought. So that it yeah, what did you think? No, I mean, I always thought because he was too big, but that's ridiculous. It's like, sure, it's a sports car, but <laughs> it's ridiculous to rip the seat they out. They both I mean, had the silliest cars. I mean, I will tell you what is just ridiculous. Like the juxtaposition of that, like a man that can rip out a car and then a guy who like can't handle a fight with Bennett. <laughs> I was just thinking like, oh my God. <laughs> like the just the, because he does a couple of things in this movie that are, just, or like the picking up the telephone booth. Like yeah. some of the stuff is just superhuman and, and holding that guy over the cliff too. I was reading that like yeah. Um, yeah. the the director actually wanted him to do that. Like just hold him over. And he's like, are you crazy? Like I can't actually do that. Like, well, I thought, I thought I read that he could, but they did get support. Yeah, they got him. a crane. Yeah. And same thing with the telephone booth that he could actually lift that. Yeah. But they use like, like 450 pounds. Yeah. But they used balsa wood for the. Yeah. Or that's the it. I'm sure I mean, it was partly with him. Like, you don't want your actor to get hurt. Like, then you're just set back. But in no, even if it would have been super easy for him to hold a man over. A <laughs> Why cliff, would you do that? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, I guess that's you're right. the craziest thing in the world. Method acting. Uh, yeah. But also, it's. Hold, try holding just like a it's milk so jug hard. in front of yeah. you, right? And it's, it's impossible. I've been doing it right now with a straight back. You've been yeah. doing the, the whole podcast, yeah, and, and we'll hard. see if you make it to the end. But I haven't. Um, <laughs> um I like that Ray Dawn in the car is like. Uh, and by the way, her name is what Cindy. Um, she's like, I have a seven thirty advanced karate class, and you're like, I know. Oh, okay, she's in advanced karate, so yeah. that's good to but, know. She's oh. not going to make it. <laughs> oh she my god! <laughs> so this is then where the this is where I call it the creep steel drums. Like there's like creepy <laughs> steel drums oh. that play throughout Add. the movie. I'm there for it. Yeah. No, they, I like it. I wrote it as a potential Hummer. 
They then go to the 80s, most 80s place of it all, the Mega Mall, the indoor Mega Mall. Um, oh, God, that was going to be my level, actually, which is like indoor mall glass elevator. Yeah, totally. Because when they put one of those indoor mall glass elevators in Marley Station Mall in Marley Glen Burnie, Station. You, know yeah. you it. you made it and there was nothing more thrilling Mm -hmm. than like riding in that glass elevator and like seeing people you knew everyone sees you everyone sees you you're on display (laughs) you're like the shit and you would just ride that thing up and down i still get excited and feel very fancy if i go to a hotel that has like some kind of fountain that smells like chlorine and then (laughs) has a glass elevator like that i'm like i'm the richest man in the world right (laughs) you're like Film me for Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous because totally. I am the richest. Yeah. Speaking of which, apparently there is a this one hotel down in Atlanta where they filmed all the, like the Marvel movies, which I went to an Indian wedding down there and it has this ginormous glass elevator in the middle of it. And I guess it looks Ugh. futuristic and that's why they use it. Um, wow. But yeah, I'm almost that, a movie star. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So, um, of course, you know, Sully has a very important business meeting at the like, what is it like Ruby Tuesdays in the mall? He's like going to go. Have yes. like yeah, right. <laughs> what is that? Why choose that bar? In you might the as well mall? have stayed in the airport. It's like an right. airport bar. It makes it's no an, sense. But it's anyway, so but busy and there's so many people around and like <laughs> it's the busiest mall restaurant or bar i've ever seen uh but they make the exchange for passports and all the mall, mall cops convene on arnold yeah because ray don snitch as is they on should in that <laughs> as like, she it, should i don't yeah blame her for exactly being like, yeah. like she because he sounds like such a scammer he's just like sorry i kidnapped you um, my daughter has been kidnapped though. Right. And I need you because otherwise, you know what I mean? I would be like, see ya. Like this yeah. is, this sounds like such a scam and she's being like held hostage. So she tells the police and it's like, I don't know if we're supposed to be rooting against the mall cops who are trying to help this woman who's been kidnapped. <laughs> like it's a really <laughs> weird, like, I don't know who we're rooting for here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love that Sully gets like really upset and like steals a quarter to go make a phone give me call. Quarter, give me quarter. <laughs> when he sees when he sees Matrix, he's like, "What Matrix?" <laughs> and he has to like, "How? How? I I watched that plane all the way until." Oh, Mandy oh, dear, I did, I did, I did, I turned around. Yeah. And uh, then there's like the walkie-talkie mall cop that loves saying. Uh, motherfucker yeah. into it. He just like he's chewing up the scenery. He basically looks at the camera as he says it. It's incredible. I want a movie about these mall cops, like the one that's like, "Hey, want to see me kick someone's ass?" Oh my god! Yeah, also, why are there so many mall cops in this mall? It's like, and they're in the same place. They're, yeah, yeah, like, uh, but I said Arnold beats up so many mall cops. Um, why? Why is he doing that? Uh, And then he swings on like a giant plastic decor straight into the elevator. That was was basically just just American Ninja Warrior is what that looks like. (laughs) And I I have this question a few times throughout the film, which is how does Arnold Schwarzenegger get people's car keys? Um, Several times he just goes into people's cars and starts them. Mm. So the question is, are people leaving their keys in the car 
or is he stealthily stealing them? He's, I, I assume he's such a great military yeah. mind that he can just instantly hotwire them. Oh, but he's starting the car with keys. He, he does it in such Ray a way John's that it car. looks, okay. or his thumb is so strong, he just shoves it into the <laughs> ignition and just turns it. Oh my God, he makes his thumb a key. This is where I wrote uh, that it reminded me of the Camden Yards uh, ketchup mustard relish race. Where oh, we yeah. See, we see <laughs> mustard and ketchup in a car chase. Um, and they're kind of like, which one's going to win? Because it's like these two little like clown cars like <laughs> battling each other. Uh, and then, of course, there's a crash. Yeah. Uh, which at first I was like, you know, this is a bad advertisement for a Porsche. But I guess this was an actual like... 1950s british uh sports car so it's like who knows what's faster but yeah but the big is this crash. when they crash into a telephone pole right <laughs> and it's just like they would be dead she's dead oh she's yeah. in the passenger seat that doesn't have a seat so it's, i assume doesn't have a seat belt it's yeah. wild <laughs> she is dead so dead well he didn't rip the seat belt out but either way not well how how do you rip a seat out without ripping the seat? I don't out? know. You're yeah, you're right. But either way, I mean, it doesn't even really matter. Like even if that car has airbags, I just don't. It hit. They're going like eighty miles an hour, and it hits. But she's an advanced karate, ball. so she's very That's true. Strong. I guess she you just make your body ball. go <laughs> stiff like a. Bo- I don't know. Um, and I will say, this is where he hangs that guy over the cliff. Um, he doesn't try to get intel for very long from anybody. No, <laughs> like, he's not trying any tactics to see where his daughter is. It's like, if you don't tell me the first try, you're dead. Well, um, he doesn't need to. He already has the key. Yeah. Um, and so he's hanging him over the cliff. And he got me because I thought when he said, I'm going to kill you last. I thought that was like the last scene we were going to see. So it was like switched it up. And a movie. And a movie. Oh. Um, and then he drops he just his guy. Drops him. Which was almost more horrific that you don't hear him land. I know, because he's like, ah! Yeah. (laughs) And um, then we come back and the woman's like, come on, let's get... Like, she is unfazed by what just happened. She's in it. She She doesn't... Yeah, she is now a sociopathic killer. It's incredible. She really is not phased by anything that's going on. No. Meanwhile, the bad guys have taken... Alyssa Milano to an enchanted Beauty and the Beast castle and locked <laughs> her in a room. I'm like, what is this castle? Where? What is happening? Where is Same uh, mansion from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. Or- Which is um, some actors, like it was a couple of movies. Like it's some Silent actor. actors like house or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And did you read that he always, um, something Lloyd, Henry yeah. Lloyd. And like, he always thought it was like bad luck to drive around that circle. So like in these movies, villains will drive around the circle and then they're like damned to whatever. Fate. So I read that. So what did he do? Did he just drive through the like rose bushes or something? <laughs> I guess he just never made a complete circle, maybe? Like, maybe well, he drove would? in one way. I don't know. Good question. Well, they kind of make a big thing. Yeah, I don't know if there's a different entrance. Good point. I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah, that was just, yeah, I don't know. Um, so anyways, they, they go, they flip over the Porsche and then drive to the hotel, mm-hmm. which was built for this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And had a crazy sort of like, I don't know, 60s style yeah. to it. Where Sully had a room. So they go in his room and start like poking around at his like belongings, which is just like his underwear, like hanging on the back of a chair. I don't know. But then the Classic bad guy Sully. comes <laughs> and knocks 
And of course, Ray Dawn becomes a pawn immediately again. Uh, and he's like, go to the door, say we had sex. And after he like her rips shirt her, open. her shirt. Ugh. Yeah. No, thanks. I know. I was like, ew. Um, she's like, oh, <laughs> my shirt. Um, I just don't actually don't believe that Arnold Schwarzenegger would do that. I think I know. I didn't really like that move. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, he would at least like preface it with like, we need ask her to. Yeah. Is yeah. It cool? Rip your own shirt <laughs> <laughs> or I'll help you. Um, so then, yeah, I just, re- I don't even know what it is. But I was just like, oh my God, this whole fight is silly and wild. Like, so this, this- is <laughs> Bill Duke. Uh, he's been in a, a ton of like this type of movies. He was in uh, Predator with Arnold a few years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's great. Um, so at this point, because this is like this crazy fight that happens with a lot more like, saxophone i think but like why at this point is the flight attendant sticking around like she's just kind of in it to win it there's she no gets there's... in the car after the mall yeah it makes it so just she and she follows him out the windows. yeah yeah she follows him after the mall and she's like what's next <laughs> okay so she's just like up for it because she yeah. worked a double anyway she likes the so thrill. She's, yeah she doesn't have to work yeah. again uh-huh. till Wednesday. that was her exactly. choice at the at the mall you're right they uh, bust into the room next door where, of course, people are having sex, um, as you do. Which apparently there's like a video camera as well. Uh, yeah. I missed it when I yeah, watched it, but I read background. about it. Yeah. And yeah. the woman who is topless, like, it, it's like, I just imagined them coaching her through that scene way too many times. They were like, scream like this, scream yeah. like that. But th- what ended up is just like her, like, sort of like jazz shimmying yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. with her arms like straight out like the, the screams are important but the boobs are really what's yeah putting butts in the seats totally totally i just was like lol to that whole thing uh, we we do have the line of like you know i'm a green beret i'm gonna kick your ass and he's like i ate green berets for breakfast <laughs> that's from that's like uh, a slate on Rambo, right? Could be. A, yeah. Isn't Rambo a green brain? I was reading that, that that was partly mm-hmm. to address like the okay. Rambo thing. Yeah. But of course, uh, we had a few impalings in this movie, I think, right? Oh, yeah. This one is gross. Oh. Yeah. This one's like almost the grossest kill of the movie, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty graphic and like still. So you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for like the blood just dripping out of his mouth the whole oh, time. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go search his car, but they're not worried that this couple uh, is going to like call yeah. anyone. Totally. I don't think so. They're going to go back to finish having true. sex. That's true. That's and then, what they were there for. This is, this is my question. Cause this is what we learn. Um, about cindy like do a lot of flight attendants become pilots like is that a common trajectory i don't think so but i, I enjoyed it i wouldn't yeah. think so either i did enjoy it. well i was actually thinking i was like i wonder if she means because she was like she we learned that she's taking pilot like lessons to become a pilot or cla- yeah. pilot classes and i'm like i wonder if that's like for to fly commercially as a career or just like on her own like does she own a plane or want to or who knows i was curious <laughs> Good we backstory need the, the Cindy, yeah, the totally. Cindy spinoff movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Um, so they, of course, Batman it and figure out where they need to go to this warehouse because of some sort of receipt in the, the glove box. Um, 
where they they sneak in, find some like crazy military operation. Yeah, um, he beats up the bat or one of the guys from the uh, Lorenzo Lamas TV show Renegade. His like sidekick is. Oh, the I guy thought he- you meant the Lorenzo Lamas TV show, the Joe Chappelle show, which I'm <laughs> more familiar with. Which is yeah, that's also great. People, yeah, check that out. I um. Yeah, so there's like it's just all like this montage of like leading up to getting ready for this arsenal, and it's just yeah. like the music, the drums could not be louder, and then cut it. The police find them, and they're like, "What are you doing in here?" Yeah, <laughs> then there's just a total twist of him being transferred away, and I was like, "Please, please, please, have this be the end of the movie." Credit, Roll credits. credits. <laughs> I would. I just. I couldn't. I could not stop laughing at the idea of like know, it would the just whole end. thing. <laughs> I was like, and they go in that back room with the rocket launcher and they're like, yes, a rocket launcher. And I'm like, yeah. what, what, why, how? Yeah. Also, how could the cops not show up? He like drives oh a bulldozer to the front. And that is like- That also he had the keys for. Picking out the best guns. Like they're being thorough. <laughs> um, yeah. Filling up shopping carts, getting the instruction books to yeah. the things. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the second movie we've watched where people ransacked a ammo store. Basically. I know <laughs> this movie did have a little bit of red dawn, like the quiet, whenever it was quiet, like in the mountains, I'm like, mm. huh, okay. But yeah, yeah. wasn't quiet a lot, dawn. but when it was. <laughs> so Arnold's been taken away by the cops. So the, the natural thing to do is to try to fire a rocket launcher at, at them from a convertible. Right. Um, but of I course she shoots it the wrong direction, um, which was like the second worst thing that could happen. I guess the first is she shoots herself. Um, it's funny because again, it's what's on the your plan? Shoulder. Right. No, that's the question I want answered. What is the plan? Yeah. Does she like, not know how rocket launchers work? This plan seemed a lot like, uh, Popeye's father's plan when he just right. shot right it or the vice versa at the boat. It's like, do something, I guess. It's just this like panicked. I can't believe that you would, I mean, it would explode. You're killing everybody. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know what she thought she was doing. It's what rocket launchers do. They blow up the vehicle. <laughs> I think we're supposed at. to interpret the plan as like, she's going to stop the vehicle and possibly injure the drivers. I know that makes no physical sense. Sure. But yeah, I guess he's just what... loosey goosey in the back. Like, yeah. You know, he just dangerous. crawls out the bottom of the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> nice For the shots. second time. Yeah. yeah. Good work, Cindy. <laughs> I have a note here because I think we get a quick um, flash to Bennett that like Bennett only whispers. It's like, oh, he will be mine. It's so weird. That's what that reminded me of Dune. It was like this weird. That's because he's just such a fancy leather daddy. I he love him. He whispers and he like licks knives is what he does. Yeah, oh, He's great. Yeah. So then then they end up in, I call it an amphibian plane, but mm, what is it? Mm-hmm. It's like C-plane. a seaplane. C- a seaplane. Chitty, chitty, oh. bang, bang. S-E-A? Mm-hmm. <laughs> S-E-E. Seaplane. <laughs> Just C. I didn't know if it was like the letter, letter C. C. I don't no, know. No. Yeah. yeah. Seaplane. S-E-A. Yeah. S-E-A. Okay. But people are, they're coming and they're shooting them. So, um, and I just, you know, in these movies, like Arnold and Ray Don never get shot. Well, wait, no, they don't ever he, get shot. He gets, no, like, he, does. he does. He does right at the end. Okay. At the end. You're right. But it's just like, how, 
<laughs> this it's is like amazing. a common theme is that oh, everybody man. else is terrible at gun. Yeah. Except it, for the person who they're shooting at. It makes stormtroopers look like marksmen. Uh, it's oh amazing. my God. Yeah. Stormtroopers are the dumbest. <laughs> who? Those poor guys. They're it's also just... amazing to me that like, um, she is again, just like, is it nonplussed? Is that the word where she, he's like, start the plane. And he, she's like, okay, okay, okay. And I'm like, the rush? no, for real, start it. Like it, she just, but then doesn't... she's like, I don't know how to do the buttons and the plane. It's a canoe oh. with wings. Oh my God. I know. That's where the seaplane like comes hitting from. All the buttons. Um, but then Bill Paxton. I know. I had that note. Yeah. Cameo. Um, he's yeah. like, you're in a shoot zone. It's like, what? What is that? There on the IMDb page, there was like a million different ways to write the fact that this was uh one of three movies that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bill Paxton has been in together, and that like there's only so many James Cameron films that they haven't appeared in. Like Whoever wrote this IMDb trivia page loved this fact and wrote it like seven different ways. It was wild. It was like every other fact and like, oh, there's a Bill Paxton thing. Okay. Arnold played the old woman in Titanic. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. But seriously though, where where is this flies, this shooting zone in the United States? I don't get it. Well, for like, where are they supposed to be in just LA? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, because they're leaving out of LAX. Okay. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Okay. Because apparently shooting this movie, they like closed down yeah. a section of LAX, which is wild. I like can't imagine ever doing well, that. Pre- For what pre- part of the movie, I don't get. When they were filming the In the Inside, maybe? I think so. Yeah, I think they used the actual Or maybe Wilf- maybe it's called him Wilford. Uh, when he was like climbing, you know, when they were on the yeah. tarmac. I don't know. Well, right. Yeah, I guess. Well... Anyway, Bill Paxton says, get out of there. You can't do it. And <laughs> they drop off the radar. Um, and then they land on the island. Um, Naturally. And, and this then is Arnold where I think I... goes opposite of Commando. <laughs> why yeah. does this Every... happen? Why? I wrote, why, is it, why is he in his underwear? But why? What is she going to do? What is happening? Was Stay he a wearing plane. a Speedo under his clothes? His underwear. Well, it seemed I, like a speedo. It Are was tight. Paddle black. that boat in like tactical pants. No, you go down to your tactical speedo. I can't imagine. Paddle. It's like you've never paddled an inflatable so boat. Bizarre. It's just like you would get sunburned, and like it's not a very practical outfit to wear. Like a chafing, maybe on like Ugh. the seat. Yeah, <sighs> I'm for it. But I don't know what she was supposed to do there. Just hang on the bouncy plane in the water and. Yeah, really get seasick, though. Um, yeah, that's bad. Uh, but don't worry. He had a full on costume change. The gear up is the, the, <laughs> the like because there was an early one at the, when he goes to his like panic locker at the first scene. Yeah, this is the main one. And it's oh, amazing. my God. This it's is amazing. the one that's been parodied in so yeah. many films like Hot Shots and Loaded Weapon. And it's just incredible. The war paint of it all. The... Why the war paint? Like, Camouflage. I guess. I guess. It's, and to accentuate I mean, muscles. 
Like, he's on like a tropical island. I know. Like, it's like sand. Castle, like, it's just sand. What is dirt paint? Like it's he's funny. Just, like, I know ugh. he's not. He's not really blending in. But I did. I did enjoy reading about like San Simeon. So I'm like kind of like a park permit nerd. Uh, mm-hmm. So they um, were going to film this uh, in Palos Verdes, um, in you know near LA, and then like the last minute the coast guard pulled the permit. So then they got permission basically from Hearst castles estate, which Phil, I I'm thinking they probably did this where we saw those zebras. Right. If you yeah. Remember? Um, and Hearst castle is kind of like a public, uh, private partnership. So it was like the state of California and the Hearst castle estate gave them permission to build those barracks and blow them up. <laughs> they blew those up like on the Hearst castle estate, which I can't imagine you would get away with now, but wow. they let them do it then. And so the yeah. beach, the beach is like, you know, right there in San Simeon, um, which is cool. So uh, Arnold kills everyone at the base like yeah the, the like first people right like the the, the watchers guards like, is the what guards. we call them okay air quotes not everybody yeah. can see it but i use air quotes and he just kills them like with so many guns and grenades uh and none of them can get like one shot in so when did, you know, th- speaking of his camouflage and this scene of just him like flip, 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 and he can just kill everybody. Like, yeah. when do we think the U.S. became so obsessed with this like supercharged military man hero? Like, do you think this is like a post-World War II thing of this like just this action figure? Because I was reading and I apologize that this has already been said that this was based on some DC comic um <sighs> Oh yeah, what no, was you're it? About, Some um, Captain. Um, oh, no, it was something I not heard of, but it was. I hadn't like, heard of it either, but yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, I mean, I think there was a lot of propaganda and leaning into militaristic heroes. I mean, kids have been playing with those tiny plastic soldiers. Like GI Joe, I guess. Yeah, GI Joe is the more beefed up tiny plastic soldier. The toy right? soldiers, right? Yeah, but the like toy a- soldiers, yeah. I mean, they seemed like more. No, they're pretty, they're armed and they have helmets and they're in tactical gear and things like that. They're not, that's true. You know, they just don't have the same like mobility that like a GI Joe. But they kind of, I guess like they kind of work, you know, the way I played with them, they kind of work together as a team. Like they come in a pack, but like, this is like this singular man that can save Every well, they made action figures for this, and he had a new team since all of his original <laughs> oh. team died. But they were called apparently the C team. Uh, S-E. Um, I, yeah. C. <laughs> I think for Commando, but it's like oh, C it was like, C. It was yeah. C. It's like third string Instead though. Of the A team. Yeah, the it's C not A, team. not B. It's you got the C oh, team. That is um, funny. Oh my god! Wow. Uh, yeah, I think there was just a few, like in the A team, that was a very, but that was, mm-hmm. I guess, a, a team. So, uh, maybe you're just supposed to like imagine that you're like on the right, you're on Arnold's side. So you're yeah, okay. Totally. You know, you're like that general that comes to his house. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, they also try to kill Alyssa Milano in her Beauty and the Beast castle, but she's been working on a tiny hole. Yeah. She got out with the boards. <laughs> the boards. Smart girl. <laughs> Very good. Smart girl. Uh, <laughs> what is the line from Jurassic Park? Clever girl. Clever girl. There you go. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
There's a new Jurassic Park coming out, y'all. Have you seen uh, the preview? I'm kind of over it. All right. Know. I'm just telling you. I just saw a preview. All right. Yeah. Um, then we just, oh, God, this is where I had to tune. Once the pitchfork came in, I was like, <laughs> I, I got to tune up. I definitely well, just was like so much shooting, like so much. And it was so much. Yeah. It's, isn't that a refreshing break from all the shooting? You get a pitchfork a death. Scalping. A, <laughs> <laughs> scalping with saw blades a man's arm is chopped off um, yeah did you read the fact about that that like that threw it back yes. at him yeah that the idea was that arnold was supposed to like beat him with his own amputated arm but they were like you need the hand. that's too much i think they do do it in some version no, it was uh, maybe the german there's like a version deleted, there's like a deleted scene where he yeah. like throws the hand at him afterwards did you um, also read that there was a deleted love scene between arnold and ray don well that's what i was asking katie since you watched the director's, oh, cut, director's if that cut. had the uh oh my god was there scene. and what no. was it like <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I was reading that, that it was like wall. unbelievable, right? Like they just like the chemistry wasn't there. I don't think it I'm was so in it. So glad they cut it though. Mine that was have... like a minute and forty seconds longer, and I'll have to read back because I don't know what I don't know if it was like That's significant all it takes. stuff. <laughs> yeah, probably. I can't imagine it made any version because it a wouldn't have made any sense. B, I don't know. It just didn't need it. Like I now can't remember if I saw it. You know, I have this weird thing with this movie where um somebody at soccer today asked what movie we were doing, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like I just fully forgot it, and then I was like, Oh no, it's this movie Commando. Like it just now that we're going over it, you know. But I don't know if I would be able to remember a sex scene we were talking. It just didn't like <laughs> stick in my head. I don't know. I'll have it to maybe I wanna... stuck in her head. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Um, so yeah, we have lots of shooting by Arnold. Um, Jenny is still running away and she goes to some like weird industrial like shed shed complex thing. Um, yeah. like a that's CNC Alyssa music Milano's, factory. Like, that's video her character, shoot. right? Jenny. Yeah, oh no, Jenny. sorry. She's in a storage room of some, it looks like she's in like a storage facility. Yeah. I don't know. But there's like fans and yeah, and she's like, daddy boilers. <laughs> daddy. Then, then she gets, no, not daddy. Ugh. <laughs> oh, well, but first we, we get like, but the it was showdown leather between... daddy. Yeah. Yeah. We get the showdown between like the bad general and Arnold. Yeah. Which he holds his own better than any of the other people in his army, I would say. Like sure. takes Arnold like 20 seconds to kill him. Yeah. Head bad guy. That's what I call them. Yeah. He's yeah. oh, but then okay. So then Leather Daddy shoots Arnold in the arm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So then we get like the showdown in the electric company. Um, <laughs> between Bennett shoots steam. him in the arm and then there's the whole back and forth it's like come on you don't need a gun you know <laughs> he really fell for it he should have kept his gun throw away that chicken shit gun he's like, okay. and then this guy's reaction to that like I can do I can't oh my gosh he's just working himself up I mean didn't it seem like he was having an orgasm yeah yes like right yeah. I don't they- need no gun <laughs> I'm going to kill you now. It was wild. It's amazing. And they roll around together and grunt. And like, again, if you turn the picture off, you might, again, feel like you were watching maybe a lovely sex scene between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, oh, my God. And this just the whole time, you're we just looking at Bennett's like 
lack of any muscle tone, like any muscle definition. And he's like half the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Arnold, he can't like, he just like, you know, is trying to like stab him in the face and he's like, Oh, like he's, this man has ripped a car seat out of a car. Like I think he can hold off Bennett. Yeah. Bennett is wearing chain mail. Remember that though. That's Mm -hmm. true. That's very safe. Uh, <laughs> and also Bennett is electrocuted halfway through which apparently gives him an That's energy rough. boost right um, oh my god and then uh he gets impaled oh this is when I started referring to him as LD for leather daddy so I wrote LD gets impaled by a steam vent what? he he he, it's a pipe that Arnold yeah. either finds or like rips off the wall and okay. throws it through him into a steam vent and oh. then it vents through his body. Um, like the same man, he couldn't fight him off, but he can throw a pipe through his body. Can you throw a pipe no. through somebody's body? No, not a, per- a person can't. Especially it, not a person wearing hard. chain mail. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh my god. And Alyssa yeah. Milano is super stoked about Her it. Her oh, reaction know. shots to this whole thing it's are so amazing. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. She is no, amazing. Yeah. She's really excited. <laughs> Let off some steam, Bennett. Oh my god. <laughs> um <sighs> Although we do have to mention Bennett's line of that I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. Um <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't even oh remember gosh. that. Yeah. And oh. then he carries Alyssa Milano outside saddle <laughs> out of his body again. And I love the line that his captain or his boss has to him. It's like, um, all it would take is you coming back to us and giving up your life. <laughs> just like, do it, man. Just do it. We need you. And he's like, no. It's like, never. Oh my God. This exchange, like, until next time. <laughs> no. What does he say? Like uh, no way, not this a was chance. The last time till the next time. It's like no, no chance. No chance. There's so much pause between all of it. <laughs> and I think what it's funny because they cut the sex scene, but I think what we're supposed to believe, and now like you know, Cindy is super excited to see Alyssa Milano, but they've never she, met. Could so. she see her picture? Yeah, she's she's seen her picture. Picture. she thought she was a cute That's kid. my daughter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So now, I mean, I would love to fast forward to today of like what this relationship, <laughs> what this family is doing. I want Alyssa Milano to come back home for Thanksgiving, and these two are just in the mountains. Oh, incredible! On rocking chairs. Well, they yeah. were. There's been some development. Not recently but like in probably 1987 there was development on a commando 2 and it was basically uh cindy and jenny get kidnapped so i guess they're still together both of them yeah yeah um did you guys read that um ray don ray don's husband invented a foldable electric scooter i did not (laughs) i didn't read that she didn't even get it out without it. cracking up. I was like, wow, that's exciting. I didn't, but I was just fascinated. I had no idea she was like Tommy Chung's daughter. I, that was a real surprise to me. Um, yeah, at the end of this movie, like, can you imagine he is coming out covered in blood, shot, covered in mud, blood with his daughter who's been missing? 
Yeah. Um, and kidnapped. And he's just like, Hey, can we talk shop for a second? <laughs> can we talk about your future in this company? It's like, yeah. how about like, congrats on finding anything, anything else. Give him a bandaid, give him some, you know, Neosporin, a glass of water, wing. anything. It's so funny. And, uh, is that the end? Yeah. So. That is the end. <laughs> Amazing. It's like we were racing to do Amazing. that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to start the timer. So we have, we, we could have been talking for like three hours. Oh we'll boy. Never know. Oh shoot. Right. Oh my God. Uh, do we cover all the questions in question corner? I think um, so. I had one from Nora. Mm. Um, and it wasn't one prefaces. She enjoyed uh, Ray Don Chong's presence in this movie, but she was like, "Why was she in this? Why was that character in this movie?" Um, because little girl needs a mother. I mean, I was kind of having it was an interesting question, and like I would add the question of the genre is a little interesting because it did read a little bit like Beverly Hills Cop or something. Like there was this slight comedic yeah they're like kind of this duo and they yep. do have some or their movie wants them to have some sexual yeah. attention so it's not just full-on Liam Neeson and Taken or like Rambo there is this like sidekick um but yeah it's, yeah it, it kind of it's an in-betweener in the genre yeah. a little rom in the violence mm. by rom yeah. And like mall, like it's a suburban like um romp. Yeah. It's just so interesting. Like he's gonna get on this plane. Like that movie would be a totally different one where he lands in Valverde and like wreaks havoc on that country, but instead he ditches it and then just goes to a mall and like they're like, you know what I mean? They're bouncing. But like, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 But no, I, I do think you needed the little sprig of comedy, which is mm-hmm. why she was in there. Yeah. Um, and once again, and romance. Nora enjoyed her thoroughly but it was just like why the writers thought to put her in the beginning but mm-hmm. yeah i think it was for the comedic and balancing all the 108 killings that happened or whatever it was yeah oh my goodness. i guess it was 109 i guess my Sorry. question is <laughs> were was were all those people that died at the beginning and and john matrix and his daughter in witness protection i don't know i don't I think they were. I think there was a line by the general that they yeah. were. They I thought I heard that their too. Identity, but, identities, yeah. But, oh, did, but that John and his daughter had, because that wouldn't have been her real name. Or, you know, when mm. you get a new identity, it's like everything is wiped, you know? Right. Um, and so something, you know, super nefarious in order for those people to be found. It's like, or they didn't move out of their houses. <laughs> it's like they weren't seemed to be in the same place. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I mean, you definitely get, you don't get a lot of background with it, but it's definitely from, through Alyssa Milano's eyes, you read like, not again. Oh no, not again. You're not going away again. Like whatever that is. Well, yeah. Cause he was like going to war. And then I was like, what's happened to her? Like, who is she oh my staying gosh. with? I know. I thought that too. Of like when he goes away, what's the plan? <laughs> like, does it like, was there a Mrs. Matrix? Um, and where's she? I know. Bib. A- Originally, she was supposed to be kidnapped as well in like the first draft of this movie. Mm. And then they just totally deleted the character. They were like, how about a scene where they feed a deer instead? I mean, if there's some wife hanging around in this deer feeding scene, it's really going to be a wet blanket. So let's just have her (laughs) mysteriously dead from... Oh my God. 
Yeah, nobody yeah. wants to watch him find his wife. They want to watch him find his daughter. Like, I guess so. I mean, and then ugh. like if you have the wife, then you don't have the sidekick. So right. probably. So. Or you do, and that's uncomfortable. <laughs> or that would have been awkward. <laughs> really uncomfortable. Totally. All right. How about Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? Uh, let's start with Dummers. Um, I can go. Mine is going to be... Uh, when he's jumping out of the plane into the swamp. Um, not what you'd think uh, that he would instantly die, which he probably would have. Mm-hmm. But if anyone's been in a swamp or tried to traverse a swamp, they're very hard to walk in. Um, mm, yeah. It's just, they're bogs. They bog you down. <laughs> he would still be stuck in that as his little like Iron Man watch ticks down and <laughs> to zero. He's like, I, but I'm stuck because he's like traveling 100 miles an hour yeah. into a swamp. His leg, he's not getting out of that swamp. So his legs would have just snapped in two. Well, that too. Oof. But if, if they hadn't, he would have just been stuck in mud. Right. It would have like, pro- like projector. Yeah. Yeah. my dumber is a very specific moment it's it's right when the helicopter comes um to the house and kirby gets out and it's like the helicopter is so loud Mm -hmm. and there's like dust flying everywhere and john and his daughter are inside and like in the quietest most polite voice ever kirby's like john john are you in there (laughs) are you home john like he barely <laughs> raises his voice above a church whisper oh and calls out to John inside of his home. And I'm like, he can't hear you. He cannot hear oh you. Oh my gosh. Dumb. Uh, that's a really good one. Mine. Um, mine is just like the way that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets Cindy's attention when he's trying to kidnap her in her own car. He like, kind of grabs her by the throat from behind and implies that he has like a, and it's like a gun, I guess, or something. It's just like so violent and aggressive. And I'm like, this got you off to a terrible start. Like, yeah, just, just tell her you need to use her car and don't, and you, you know, I don't know. I just like, didn't understand that move and it was kind of upsetting. So yeah, I thought it was dumb. Uh, bummers. I have a bummer. Um, obviously, I was going to make the music during the <laughs> the big fight scene, my bummer, because it really like you can ask my couch mate. I was like having a visceral reaction to that drumming. Ooh. It was so much. But I'm going to make it the poor wife of the first murdered guy. They like uh, wake yeah, up totally. and they're in the bed and she's like the garbage truck. And then like follow her movie. Like what happened to her? Mm. Her yeah. husband died like she's depressed and sad she can't afford their house i don't know i just got really bummed thinking about what the rest of her life was gonna be like (laughs) after like her husband was probably away for a really long time and they seemed to like like enjoy waking up together and or like that actor who's like my day's over like i did my scene in my negligee and (laughs) done (laughs) i don't know she's at the rap party and everybody's like high-fiving and they're like who were you again? Oh god! I will say her her hair, her hair looked great for just oh, waking yeah. up. Oh yeah, she um, had full hair and makeup for that scene. Yeah, and it was half a second long. Um, my my bummer is uh, it's just going to be not knowing more about Enrique's that suit that he had, that outfit, <laughs> that hat. 
everything about him. I want to learn more about his life. Um, yeah, and I think he was cut short by uh, John Matrix, yeah. uh, elbowing, him, elbowing him in the face. And mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, mine is like a general one. And granted, Bridget, I share with you that I'm not like a big uh, gun movie person, but I think I've had this before as a bummer. And part of it is just like, I don't like the trauma of guns, but part of it is that I also find like just gunfights that last forever, just exceedingly boring. Like I'm like, (laughs) I get it. Like it's hard even to pay attention to. And I wish, like, I think there was like a thing maybe in the eighties because I don't, I actually don't feel the same way about red Dawn, but like, as we got bigger and bigger machines to work with, it's like, people stopped using like the strength and creativity of human bodies. And I find that kind of combat so much more interesting. Like, so I don't really jive with like a lot of the current, like Marvel, like whatever, whenever there's like planes that are fighting each other and stuff, I'm like, okay, fast forward. Um, So I wish that it would have been like, so like the gunfights that went on forever. I just wish there would have been more like creativity of like how, humans are fighting each other rather than just like the sound of guns you know samurai movies next yeah i mean i do enjoy that though like i think Mm -hmm. that is like more of an interesting like okay i don't know it's just interesting to watch still very violent i want to be clear i don't like (laughs) violence but yeah yeah Hummers. Oh man. <laughs> well, I'll go into it because it's my my Hummer is maybe the um, opposite side of the coin of my bummer, and I already said how um, Bennett is my favorite character of any movie we've ever seen. So, um, <laughs> my Hummer is the practical effects of this movie. Like when we were talking about like when he, I read that like um, the. Uh, what is it? The undercarriage, like the wheel of the plane. Like they filmed that by basically making a Fred Flintstone car and like putting it <laughs> outside of it with hydraulics. And like, he was on it. And I think yeah. you can really tell like you, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger is on the like wheel of a plane. Um, and so much of this movie, is just so awesome that there's not a lot of CGI and that mm-hmm. those practical effects I thought were so cool. So that I did find it was like eye candy and it was just like so interesting to watch. And yeah. And just a note on that, like, I think it was right after the mall where Arnold gets hit by a car and he mm-hmm. like jumps up afterwards and it's like him in like one cut. And it's like, yeah. oh shit. He like literally <laughs> just did that it's stunt cool. where he got yeah. hit by a car. Yeah. And it's really neat. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I I've said it and I'll say it again. My Hummer is going to be rage on. Um, I'm sort of like chagrined that I didn't know her. And I, I saw that she'd been in a lot of other things, but, um, I just, I kind of just really enjoyed her as the mm-hmm. sidekick slash romantic interest. I'm glad it didn't get deep into it. Cause I'm just like, I don't, I don't think that's a good fit. And, um, I do like that. She had her own things going on like karate class and a job and she was busy and important, had a nice car. And so like, all of that is like really lovely, um, for her in like a 1980s business lady sort of way. Um, and she's just a fun actress to watch, I think as well. So I'm going to give her my Hummer this week. Uh, I agree with all of those. Um, and I loved a lot in this movie. Uh, I'll randomly do the gymnast um, stunt doubles that are in this movie. So anytime a mm. grenade is thrown, someone does like a triple axle pike yeah. 
when they're blown <laughs> oh, up. That's true. <laughs> um, oh my god! Like their yeah, form you're right. oh was amazing. Like these these are flips that could have been in center stage. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. They probably were the same. Like people uh mm. and i just i found it amazing that's the way you spice up a like 30 minute gun battle is yeah that's true that's really true. That's fair. flourishes um but no i was laughing through this whole movie i, I love the over the topness and i guess that was sort of the the cherry on top of it it was the the gymnastics of it yeah all right uh let's talk about our outfits you want to talk about talk some about outfits, outfits? So first, we want to just talk about what underwear we're wearing. Huh? None. None. <laughs> Free and clear. Free and clear, just um, like going to the airport. Well, Bridget, along with no underwear. Thank you. Um, I like that you have uh, a fun, a fun tank top on, and that's that's stained with war paint that you clearly, yeah. you know, painted on there to go save your daughter. And, um, in it, I see I, on, on it, um, on the tank top is a picture of, I believe, is it Iceman from, uh, top, top, gun. top gun and except he's all oh, Kilmer, he's all green. And it just says, uh, Val Verde. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I kind of ruined your joke. I was like, <laughs> As I know I'm wearing Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Iceman, correct? Uh, yeah. Right? Okay, that's his character. That's that yeah, is yeah, yeah. Iceman. Good. Yeah. Got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You clarified it. Um, Philip, I'll talk about your outfit. <laughs> talk about my outfit. <laughs> yeah, like your hat. Um, mm-hmm. It has, uh, it's like a, sort of looks like an aviator, like a pilot hat. Um, and on the top, it says, the bird has flown. Um <laughs> which is what Sully said about <laughs> Schwarzenegger who hadn't oh, flown. Yes. And then um, you're wearing a nice t-shirt that has a picture of Arnold dressed as a teacher. And it says two plus two equals I'll kill you. <laughs> um, <laughs> since he was uh, helping Alyssa with That's her so homework I'll on set. <laughs> algebra high level algebra nice um bridget i really enjoying i already have an outfit oh wait katie yeah sorry no it's okay Um, i mean everybody i was just saying that i enjoyed your outfit now on to now on to katie's dumb outfit that i need to describe <laughs> no, uh, Katie, you're going uh, very sort of Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're wearing sort of just the uh, the zoot suit that Sully is wearing, this sort of oversized suit, sort of um, no undershirt or anything, but you've got sort of the, the grease paint um, accentuating for camouflage and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, um, wearing a trucker's cap because that's what the kids are doing at the met gala these days yeah uh that says uh you gotta fight me and all the mall cops Um, (laughs) it's true yeah yeah. perfect all right Um, is it for is it for real is it for real as i said i i tip my hat or my hand right at the beginning. Uh, this movie is still very real for me. I laughed, I cried, I enjoyed it all. Um, it's 
I don't know. It's, it's so over the top. It, it's amazing. Um, I'd love a good Arnold movie and this is a very good Arnold movie. So yeah, it really does it for me. Mm-hmm. Katie, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? Um, I can, I, um, coming into it, I, I probably like, I, I didn't know what I was going to say. And I, depending on, you know, how the conversation went, probably could have gone either way. I will say that like, I, this was not a movie that I watched uh, with anybody. Um, so I watched it a little bit in a vacuum. And because of that, like, it was just hard to understand the classic lines and you know what I mean? It's just hard. It's always hard to contextualize when you watch a movie alone and in a vacuum, but I did come to know the, how like genre defining it was. And especially reading it too. It's like, oh, that's the first time this kind of genre and like these tropes, like so many of, Mm -hmm. um, it felt to me sometimes like the weakness of this movie to some extent felt like it was like an improvised game of house or something. It's like exactly how people would build a world. But I think I only think Mm. that because so many action movies and parodies of action movies are this and Mm -hmm. inevitably an improv scene leads to so many of these tropes. So, um, yeah, like I'm excited to watch it again, like in the background, like now that I'm familiar with it and like how it is ridiculous, but it is like lovely. I feel like the diff- the the things I, I really, I don't like that. It's not my kind of movie necessarily, um, but I definitely, I think it's for real. And it's like, just, the, just be, just it being genre defining in general, like I feel like makes it for real, but it's a wild kind of genre too, with like the romance and like, it's a rogu, which is a ro- romance gun flick, I guess. Yeah, he is in uh, love with the gun. That's yeah, totally, totally. So yeah, for me, it's for real. Mm, tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> if we did not do the Is It For Real podcast, I would never have seen this movie mm-hmm. in my entire life. And I would have decided very quickly in my head that this is not for me and that I hate guns and... Um, and that's it, you know? And I just imagined what this movie was like. And this has happened a few times, <clears throat> like through the pod, where I'm like, huh, <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't know I swung that way. I know, when you're right. kind of like, I didn't know I was into that kink, that thing. And yeah, like this movie was so bad and good at the same time. It's, it's it moves along it's silly and weird it's um like honestly i could have just like if i could have deleted the the 10 minute murder scene with the bad mm-hmm. drumming i would have been like fully just really happy cuz i was like i could have just done without it i get it i get why that's part of it but um yeah i totally agree with both of you i think if this is the genre and we we've been using that as a rating before where it's like the movie of that genre that people should watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I feel like good that I could talk about this movie with Aaron H for example, because <laughs> I think he's real cool. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's totally for real. I don't really need to watch sequels or more of them, mm-hmm. but I like, mm-hmm. yeah, I liked, I liked this movie. So yeah, for real. Nice. I forgot to throw in there just Bennett and the villain and the homoeroticism yeah. was yeah. Ama- amazing. Yeah. Like that really tipped it as well. <laughs> like, no, there's a ton that like, I think we talked throughout the entire podcast that just really made it yeah. shine. 
shine bright like a diamond. Here's my song. <laughs> it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was. That would have been an amazing segue. let that oh. whole thing play oh god what an inspirational what, song what is it about those 90s 80s and 90s <laughs> sitcom theme i'm home it's like I'm i know home. I'm it feels home. like i feel like as i die that's like what <laughs> will be calling me to the light do you feel like that? <laughs> the judith light <laughs> yeah oh, oh, oh. i know there's something so wholesome and it's like nostalgic. reassuring and nostalgic and like oh like Tony wow. Danza is is the boss, of course, but like Arnold is well, also the boss. Some people would <laughs> argue that Judith Light and oh! Angela Bauer is the boss. Mona. Um, Mona. Yeah, there, there's a whole community episode about like how Annie, Abed takes a course on it. And... Of course. That's Annie was talking about that this morning. She's like, remember when community, like there was a whole course you could take on who's yeah. the boss? It's so wonderful. Oh, it's so good. It's delightful. Uh, anyways, Abed breaks the professor's brain by saying that Angela is obviously the, the boss. Um, well, it's a, so. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's so genius. The TV show has a question <laughs> as the title. Wait, it's though. like having a thesis. You just the question. But I've seen that episode exactly, and every time it could be different every episode. But I've seen that episode of Community. Like, why would his brain break if Angela was the boss? Like, she's what she's a contender. But he thought it was sort of an unanswerable question that you needed a whole course on. Oh, and Abed was like, "No, it's just so obvious that." Angela is the boss. Because she pays Tony. She well, is no, for boss. every, like, there's like every definition of the boss. <laughs> oh. Like, she is it. She is the boss. Yeah. yeah, she is the boss. You're right. But uh, the, the only other thing I want to mention before we finish up. The the, boss. About who's the boss. No, about <laughs> um, action movies. Is while I was also watching this, Commando, mm-hmm. um, I constantly was trying to create a musical in my mind because there is, of course, Predator the Musical. Oh, um, yeah. If you haven't watched it, Google it. Uh, it's amazing. Oh, yes. You've, just, and, you've had me watch that. <laughs> yeah, several times, I'm sure. So you wanted Commando and, the Musical? I, I Yes, a hundred times over. Yeah, I, mean, I think it could be done. I could especially with Bennett, like, or like swinging on a thing across the stage into an elevator. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. There's a lot of songs to be written. I know. Now I'm writing the songs in my head too. Yeah. Like, I mean, just about, <laughs> just about taking the karate class at night. What at 11 PM? Oh my God. In LA? No, she had a 7 30 PM. <laughs> oh, you're right. Class. Never mind. But that's there's yeah. Totally. Uh, thank you, Stop Aaron H. Yeah. Aaron H. recommended this like a long time ago. I know. When yes. we first like started the pod, almost two years. So that's really lovely that we got to do that. That was uh, it was amazing. I like yeah. I scanned the list and I saw that and I saw his name and I was like, I need to try to make this happen. So. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, thank All you right. So much, well, Aaron thanks, H. Aaron H. And uh, everybody, get your war paint and smear it on your face yeah smear it (laughs) smear it till next time
see ya. Toodaloo.